this is uh, Kurt Barrow, and we're here with a Sarah Week conversation. I'm here with Maynard Holt, partner and founder of Tudor Pickering Holt, uh, one of the premier global uh, financial bankers. Uh, we're here actually at the Energy at the India Energy Forum. Uh, so I just wanted to get your perspective on uh, what you heard and, and what you're seeing. Well, I'll tell you, thanks, Kurt. Um, I think the, the first thing I'd say is you, you guys have done an amazing job. Uh, I've, I've heard about this. Um, and this is my first time to come, um, and uh, it's it's really impressive. Um, there's so much happening. I think to be here the week before COP26 was really fascinating. To be here um, in the midst of the energy, uh, I don't know, crisis or stress or, or right. you know what what we're having uh, price-wise globally, um, and just the. Um, being in India talking about the energy transition, I, I found it fascinating. Uh, too many times, I think when you're talking about it in, in, um, in North America or Europe, uh, you know, it's a different kind of conversation. It's, it's, uh, it, it can be a financial conversation, it can be an investment conversation, it can be a ESG uh, conversation, technology, uh, but here it's, um, yeah, you know, it's the real world. Transition has many different meanings, right? To yeah. Different, to different people, and right? Different yeah. markets. It, it, it's like it, it, it takes you back to, uh, to um, it sort of clears the deck and said, wait, wait a minute, what are we trying to do here? And uh, I think the energy transition obscures, that thinking obscures what we're basically trying to do, which is we need to get more power to more people and we need to have less impact. And if we're doing that, then, then we're doing well. And we get we get really caught up in, you know, how far along are we, and have we changed the world yet, and you know, um, countdown until doom. But yet, you know, this this is something that's just much more practical. I heard the word practical yeah. so many times, and I think that's um, that has been missing from the conversation a lot of times. Right. So a long way of saying, I thought the experts, the breadth, the depth, um, the India focus, the timing. I mean, I just think, I love Sierra in general. I love the spring show in Houston, but uh, to have something completely dedicated to India like this, it was, it was really, really well done. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's impactful, and I think it's, um, I was gonna, you mentioned the, the energy uh, situation we're in uh, globally, right, with uh, extraordinarily- We sound like politicians. Yeah, I sound like politicians. The situation, <laughs> yeah, the certain situation. But, but, you know, some of that arguably could be uh, an investment gap, right? In the yeah. in the traditional uh, fuels. Yeah, and, no uh, question. And, and I know you, um, many of the financial institutions, right, and oil companies, uh, gas companies, widely are under a lot of pressure, right? So how do you see that that dichotomy, and you know, how do we resolve ourselves to kind of provide the the clean, affordable energy that's needed as we make uh, you know a transition to lower carbon? I I think that. Um I, th I don't know what it was about this conference or this period of time, but um, it, it might be the fact that you know COP26 is, is looming. But I, I think that um, how do we solve this? T too many people are making energy decisions that don't understand energy. I think I think that is it in a nutshell. Right. And um, and because energy people um, you know understand the the realities of of, of scale and of dependability and of engineering and, and, and just technical challenge. Uh, I'm not saying the industry should 
just tell the world what it's going to do and the world just needs to listen. I think everybody's got to listen, but uh, you know, there's all this talk about inclusivity in today's world, uh, but yet we're trying to do an energy transition without including energy companies. So, so wh wh what are we doing? And um, I, I just think, you know, hopefully, as I say, I heard the word, word practical so many times yeah. this week. I, I think it's getting, it's going to get better because it's gotten worse, okay. right? Yeah. And right. people are realizing, like, wait a minute, um, you know, at least I hope that they're realizing, wait a minute, we need to slow down and, and rethink some of this stuff. One thing I do notice that's frustrating, this happened in the Texas power crisis, it's happening today with um, LNG and gas prices and things like this. You know, people too often have their mind made up and then the data comes in and they say, aha, this confirms what I thought. Uh, let's hope we don't have too much more of that. But I think, uh, yeah, we need to stop uh, and we need to stop kidding ourselves that we don't need oil and gas. Uh, we need to stop kidding ourselves that um, there aren't better ways to do oil and gas. It's not all the same flavor. It's not done all the same way. It's every company's not the same. There are some technologies that'll make it better. Right. So we just got to get realistic about this stuff and stop being, um, I mean, I, what I'm struck by, I'm sorry, Kurt, you asked like a quick question that I'm droning on, oh, but, uh, you know, what I, what I would observe is even when you have energy experts together, it's complicated, right? It's it really is. complicated. It yeah. Okay. And this is all they do. Okay. So now take the energy transition, you know, run it through, you know, Fox News, the Guardian, CNN, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, run it through all those channels and get it to the, to the person on the street who's not energy right. and then ask them, how do they feel? Yeah. And those sentiments come back up through institutions yep. and they eventually make it to people who say, yeah, let's just don't do that. And it's not great decision making. There's multiple stakeholders, I agree, right, in the, in, in the process, right? And I think that's, um, you know, education is part, part of it. Yep. Um, I, think, uh, I think I echo your sentiments, what you said about, uh, you know, kind of the, the echo chamber and uh, um, kind of the, the uh, looking for the worst, uh, you know, the, the most critical news story, right, of, yeah. the, of the day, right? But, uh, but maybe you mentioned technology, right? I know you've, you've done a lot of uh, thinking and investing around technology in the U.S. around the shale play. You know, what struck you here um, on the technology side? Well, probably uh, this won't surprise your viewers, but, um, you know, we all know India is a place with a lot of uh, talent, right? But I think, I think until you come here and get a feel for it and, and sit with executives who, global executives who um, certainly have a, a, a very strong feeling for, for where talent sits globally, I think the first thing you're struck by in India is as, as, as much as you might think you understand how capable the country is technically, you're probably underestimating right, it. Right. I think that's the first thing. And then, um, you know, the second thing that you're struck about, struck here by is the scale. Yeah. Because uh, so many times uh, in these uh, uh, transition startups um, elsewhere, you're, you're asking, you know, can it scale? What are the issues? Um, and here you have a built-in testing ground, so to speak, where you, you right. already have uh, all the scale. So you'll know quickly if it, if it works or if right. it doesn't. I think the last part, and it's, it's a little more India specific than it is uh, 
you know, technology related, but you know, so much capital is, uh, is swirling around the world and so much of it wants to um, do well by, by doing good. You know, there's ESG, there's impact, there's transition, there's all this capital that that wants to make the world a better place. Sure. Uh, but it's not showing up here, at right. least not as I can, t right. not as far as I right. can tell yet. And so I, you know, I think that means a that's the opportunity, but b you know we need to figure that out because it'd be really great to get that capital here. Right. And the stuff that they're talking about doing here, again, it gets back to the. You know, there's talk of hydrogen, but there's also talk about six, much more basic stuff like LNG trucks. Yep. So, so this had like the, uh, it had the exotic, but it also, it has the day to day. Yep. Right. So I think the technology is being applied, you know, up and down the chain. Yep. But um, yeah, the, the technology, the potential to do great things here with tech, it just seems uh, the huge. The other thing that struck me, it's kind of back to your point, a lot of it's being applied kind of in the traditional oil and gas chain, right? So a lot of it, you know, some of the big, um, you know, Indian oil companies, right, are participating in that and really creating some of the opportunities, some of the secured offtake, right? Some of the um, things that are needed to really yeah. create success, right? So uh, it, it'd be really interesting to watch uh, how India develops. You know, and, I, and I'm, uh, I'm not an India expert. I can't even say I play one on TV, uh, but, um, you know, this does seem to be a really interesting time where, um, you know, uh, the global supply chain, uh, even before these latest issues, uh, I, I think there was, um, you know, people were reconsidering their supply chains. That was creating an opening for India to do a lot more. You know, India itself has been doing quite a lot of innovative uh, things coming out of the government. And so um, the growth here I know India is a place that all of us who don't know it well have watched for a long time wondering when it was going to right. really take off. Um, you know, I guess I'm wondering may maybe maybe this is the time it's really happening. Yeah. When you look at some of the things that are happening, it seems um, something we should all be paying very close attention yeah, to. Yeah, got a lot of things, a lot of things going for them right now, right? So, so maybe a final question, um, as you think about your um, you know, kind of investment, not maybe not portfolio, but philosophy and thinking about, um, you know, some of the opportunities around the energy transition or, and, you know, but also the need to supply affordable, uh, yeah. sustainable energy to, to markets. I mean, are you changing how you think about things or where you're placing your bets broadly? Uh, well, um, you know, I, I think we, w we were always, we've been as a firm drawn to things which were, um, you know, call them practical, but a little more certainly um, could be done sooner where, where the economics were more visible. Right. Um, and so that that hasn't changed. But I, I think after spending a few days here and talking to so many people here, I guess it's it's I'm, I'm doubling down on the feeling of this energy transition discussion. It needs to stop happening in uh, fancy OECD capitals. Bru Brussels and Washington, it, it, and, it, and it needs to start <laughs> happening in, uh, in, in places where uh, it is more rooted uh, in the day-to-day. In the -day. And so, you know, I hope we see, I hope we see the, it's hard, right? Because international investing is harder. 
um, there's country risk. Right. There's there's a lot of other things you have to consider besides uh, just you know the the management team and the, and the business plan. But I'm I'm hopeful. If there's a twist, if there's a new twist for me after after this week, it's that uh, just more and more hopeful that more and more capital is coming to places like this. Um, where it's going to have a chance to do all those good things it wants right. to do and and have a good return because right. I think right. everybody knows honestly we're overcapitalizing a lot of things uh, right now mm -hmm. and um, and that just happens right. I think we're always overcapitalizing something we just look at the green bond rates right? yeah we, we overcapitalized <laughs> shale at one point so we're, we're yeah. all we always yeah. have the something is always the fad of the day but um, I'd say to your question if anything's changed or tweaked or enhanced from this week it's just um, wanting to see more capital coming to places like this yeah. and trying to figure out ways to do it that sounds, that sounds great so well thank you thanks for thanks your time, Kurt. Maynard. it's fun so, uh, thanks Kurt. to you guys it's a great it's really wonderful yeah, well, Fantastic. Awesome. thank you thank you so Kurt Barrow with Zero Week Conversation coming to you from India thank you mm -hmm.